0: Welcome back to another episode of the Balance with Sam podcast. I am so, so happy you're here. My name is Sam, if you don't know that already, and I'm going to be giving you mindset shifts to lose weight so you can become the most confident and unstoppable version of yourself in work and life. Seriously, I'm just going to be giving you doses of realness and reminders of how badass you already are. And so I'm really excited that you're spending time here and I appreciate you and love you so much. Now let's dive into the episode. Welcome back to another episode of the Balance with Sam podcast. On today's episode, I have an amazing guest and someone that is in my business mastermind. She is a wizard, I swear. She is an entrepreneur. She is an online business coach. Um, She is just like a bright light. She just reminds me of the color yellow because she just so like, she just got a lot of like glowy in her, and I want to welcome Heather Barb.
1: (laughs) Hi, Heather. I'm so happy you're here. Hi. I'm so happy to be here. What a great introduction.
0: Oh, yes, of course. Uh, You are in Charlotte, North Carolina right now, right? Exactly, yes. Hell yeah. So for you guys listening, Heather and I met um because we are both doing Amanda Bucci's masterminds. Um and we instantly connected and I was like, I gotta have this girl on my podcast. She's crushing, she's doing big things. I'm learning from her, she's learning from me. It's so cool. Um and so yeah, Heather, I'm I'm so stoked you're here and
1: yeah. <laughs> I'm so stoked to be here. Yes. It has been like amazing getting to know you and connecting with you. So I'm really excited that we can get to do this.
0: Hell yeah. So um, why don't you tell us a little bit about you, what you do right now, and then maybe we can take a dive into your story and where it all started.
1: Yeah, sounds good. So like you said, I am a online business mentor and I primarily work with women creative entrepreneurs um, to help them take their passion and turn it into a course, a digital offer and scale their business that way. So um, that's kind of what I specialize in is helping them create offers, create launch, and then market them using social media. Um, work with a lot of health coaches, fitness coaches, um, business life, spiritual. I myself have a background in yoga and fitness, and that was what a lot of my audience was before I made this transition, which we can talk about too, mm-hmm. um, And so, yeah, that's kind of what I'm up to now. I I offer one-on-one coaching as well as masterminds. And I have a group coaching program as well that um, teaches women how to create and package a high ticket signature offer and then launch market and sell it. So
0: cool. So it's like the one-stop shop. If you guys want to make a course, if you want to have a digital product go see Heather.
1: (laughs) She is the shit. my favorite thing. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And, like, go check out her website, too. Like, I'll put all the links and stuff to her stuff. But she's got beautiful graphics. And uh, I think that was also one of the reasons why, like, I was so drawn to you. Before I even met you, I'm like, this bitch has got great aesthetic. And I very much appreciate that. Coming from a design background, I'm like, she knows fonts. And, like, she makes things look good. And, like, white
1: space is actually there. (laughs) I appreciate it. (laughs) Thank you. My fiance is a graphic designer too. And when I get really excited and try to add too much, he's like, don't forget the white space. I'm like, okay, (laughs) he'll be really happy that you said that. Yeah.
0: It's like in life when we're both, we were just talking earlier, like go, 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 do, do, do. And then the white space is like, I just need to sit on the couch. Like (laughs) I need to create white space in my life. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Realest thing I've ever heard. (laughs) Hashtag it me.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So I would love to dig into your story a little bit because we both came from like corporate backgrounds and then um, you kind of had a huge transition. And so can you talk us through like where you started, whether it be you want to go from college or after um, and kind of walk us through what your journey has been to get to this place?
1: Yeah, definitely. So I went to college, I studied mass media communications, um, with a focus in mass media and public public relations. And I, you know, I I wasn't ever the type that was like, I'm going to go to school to do this. I want to be this. I, I didn't really know. I was just going because that was what I was supposed to do. That's what you do. You graduate high school, you go to college, get a job, corporate America, get married, have kids. Like that was what I always, you know, pictured for my life. And I think I pictured it because that was kind of what everyone told me I should do. And so I graduated, um, college started working in corporate America. I worked as a marketing assistant for a German toy manufacturing company. I worked in sales for, um, a digital marketing company. So it's funny, like looking back um, with what I do now, because I started out in my sales job selling websites and social media and digital marketing. No way. Yeah. And then um, after that, actually, so, you know, I, I hit a really rough, rough point, um, probably like a year and a half, maybe a year into working in corporate America, where I just literally woke up one day and I said, this does not feel right. This is not what I feel like I'm supposed to be doing with my life. And I was very unhappy and I started experiencing severe anxiety, severe social anxiety, didn't really want to leave the house, um, a lot of depression. And I really think that it manifested from spending so much time just trying to get I call it destination destination addiction just trying to get to this next point in my life and rushing and rushing and rushing and then I finally found myself at that point that I had been waiting to get to because once I get there everything's going to be great and everything's going to be awesome and then I got there and it was not at all how I expected and I hadn't spent any time really getting to know myself you know I bartended all throughout college and um I was, you know, kind of good with people, I guess. I guess I am good with people, but at the point, I didn't really have like oh, sure. <laughs> thanks. And, you know, one guy was like, what do you want to do? A gentleman that came in and said at the bar, he's like, well, what do you want to do when you graduate um, college? And I said, I don't really know. He said, well, you'd be really great working in sales. I said, okay, cool. I'll work in sales. He's like, yeah, you'll make good money. I was like, okay. So it was just all about like, I was, my dad had worked in sales and was super successful. And I saw a lot of successful people in that industry. And so I was like, okay, cool. Like that makes sense. And so I never really took that time to get to know myself and it all caught up to me. So I'm working in corporate America and I'm like, holy crap, you know, I'm, I'm dating this person. And I we were, had been together for like three years. We ended up dating for almost five. Um, and we can get to that too. Cause that's a very, another important part of my story. But, um, I, I, I just was super unhappy. And so I, I had always had a a passion for fitness and yoga. I had been practicing yoga since I moved to Charlotte. So I, I've been practicing now for, I don't know, 11, 12 years at the time. It had been probably half of that. And I really wanted to get my yoga teacher training when I was in college. And my dad was like, you know, you should just hold off and wait. Like I was already juggling all the things. And so I, Um, once I was done with college and in my first year of corporate America, I said, okay, I'm going to get my yoga teacher training um, certification and see if I can do something in in that space. And so I I got that and I had a long conversation with one of my mentors at the yoga studio that I attended and I just told her how I was feeling. I was like, I'm not happy. This isn't what I meant to do. And so Um, she kind of helped me make the transition and I decided to leave the corporate job and I was going to, she was going to let me start teaching at the yoga studio a little bit, even though I wasn't quite done with my YTT, um, I was going to work the desk there. And then I was just gonna see what I could do, like kind of figure it out. So that was okay. And then I was like, I don't have enough money. Um, so I need some more of that. And so I decided, okay, I need to, I can't make this work. Like I was, I was so interested in social media at the time. And this was back in the day when it was just really getting started and people were showing up there and sharing the things that they were passionate about. We saw a lot of fitness influencers. We saw a lot of people in the space. And I said, I feel like I could do that. But then it, you're, I was so paralyzed by fear and this idea of, no, I can't, no, I can't, mm. um, that I couldn't really take that step. So I said, okay, going back to work my corporate job. So, I get a job in outside sales, and I start training there. Well, I had a profile on a website for a nannying website because I'd always done a lot of nannying in yeah. various points of my life as well. And so, I got a message from a woman, and she wanted me to um, come by and see if it would be a good fit for the family. So. At the time I had already accepted this outside sales job, but I read the description and it was like, my whole days were going to be free. It paid super well vacation. I was like, what? This is, this is too good to be true. So I meet the family, start working. Um, it was a perfect fit. So I was like, I'm going to do it. So I just quit this corporate sales job and I went all in on that. Cause I said, okay, if I do this, it's going to free up my time so I can, work on my passion which was at the time health and fitness and that was the direction that I wanted to go into. So for anyone listening if you are trying to get started, I and you want to get it moving quicker, I highly recommend of course like I'm all about responsible decisions so make sure you can support yourself, but having it ha, doing that was the best thing I could have done because I was still able to support myself but I had free time during my days to focus on creating content and growing the brand. And so that was a really pivotal decision that I made and it was tough. It wasn't easy, but it, it freed up the time so I could get going. So I started actually working as a health and fitness coach for Beachbody, which I, it was kind of at the time I was really nervous to, to start sharing and put myself out there on social media. So I felt like if I had a reason and like Beachbody was like the reason being like working for them, I could do it. So again, it was like, how can I get my feet wet? So that sounded good. So I started doing that, did that for about six or seven months, had a great experience, started growing my brand on social media. Um, and then the, the goal for me was always to pivot and go all in the direction of yoga. And so did that for about six or seven months and decided I'm going to pivot. I'm going to go all in on yoga with the idea was to create a an ebook, which was actually the first digital product that I ever sold. It was called hit to invert. It taught people how to handstand, forearm stand straddle press um, through high intensity interval training that was yoga inspired. And so I, I knew that if I wanted to put that out there and bring that to life, I needed to make the pivot into going all in on yoga. So I did that. I started creating just yoga content for several months, videos and all kinds of stuff um in order to you know speak to this audience and to start growing the audience that was going to be a good you know client and get a lot of value from this product that I was creating and so that happened I launched it it was the first product I ever sold and um it was great you know things were going really well I was doing my thing on Instagram I made a lot of great connections and I was still working in um I was, I was teaching a little bit of yoga and I was selling the ebook. And then I actually, I went back to bartending. So I had to bartend like one or two nights a week, just as I was like continuing to grow this thing and get it going. Yeah. Um, and then phase two was when my relationship ended. So mm-hmm. I was dating someone for almost five years and the relationship, um, it, had, it had been over for a couple of years, but you know how it is. You just kind of stay there. Yes. And so I, I was like, this isn't working out anymore. So I ended up leaving um, like two months before my thirtieth birthday. I had to move back into my parents' house. That was a blast. Oh, and um, oh, girl. yeah, girl, <laughs> the struggle lasted two months. It was it was always temporary. But <laughs> so did that, and um, realized that I wasn't I I wasn't totally passionate about what I was doing anymore in the yoga and fitness space. I was, but I wasn't for It was always something different to me, which you know, looking at what I do now, what I love most about what I do now is that I get to empower, uplift, and inspire women to go all in on what they want for their life, to you know, not play small, to believe in themselves, to take action on their dreams, their desires, to bring these things to life, to create a, you know, the life of their dreams, stay home with their kids, like whatever they want for their life, like be able to do. A business that allows them that opportunity. Mm-hmm. And when I look back at what I was doing in yoga and fitness, and we can just say yoga, with yoga and with Hit to Invert, the ebook, the first product I sold, it was my favorite part about teaching someone how to handstand was that I showed them or I helped them achieve something that they didn't think was possible. For mm-hmm. me, I never thought I would be able to do a handstand. And then one day I said, I'm going to practice this. And I practiced and practiced and practiced and practiced. until I eventually, I eventually stood on my hands and it turns a switch inside of me where I was like, if I can do that, what else can I do? So everything I always tell people, I'm like, it all started with a handstand. Cause if I go back, like that was such like, that showed me what I was capable of. And that was what I always loved teaching other other women and in my workshops or through my ebook or just through Instagram. And so I realized that although I didn't love teaching yoga, I loved it. teaching yoga showed me what I did love and that it was really about this empowering people to, to do the things that they don't think they can do and then seeing them achieve it. And like that lit me the F up. And so with leaving my relationship and, you know, starting to live alone again and really starting over, I mean, I had to like eventually start dating again and whatever, and online dating apps, it was a mess. Um, But like, I, I had to sit with a lot of my shit. I, I, am like, that was the most pivotal, like six months after that relationship ended of my life because I had to sit with things that were decade old and really, really do some deep healing, and I uncovered a lot about myself and it eventually, you know, I, I woke up to, you know, this is what I want to be doing, which I was like, I want to pivot into a coaching role for business. I, at the time, I wasn't sure what it looked like. It was more personal branding in the beginning and teaching people how to make digital products. Cause that was what I knew how to do. Yeah. Um, and social media type work, but I made that pivot. And, um, you know i couldn't actually I, did, I i really struggled making that transition and then i hired a my first life and business coach who was incredible um and she kind of helped me make that transition she had done something similar herself and so um that's how i ended up where i am now i i started you know taking one on one clients and and that was almost 2 years ago i think in august it'll be 2 years which is crazy it feels like it's been so much longer but it hasn't even been that long yeah. um But yeah, it's, it's been an amazing journey and I, I love what I do. And it's just like the best, I feel like I'm the luckiest person. I have the best job ever. I'm sure you can agree. Yeah. And yeah, it's awesome.
0: Oh, that's the best. Oh my gosh. Our stories are really similar. I mean, I think a lot of, a lot of coaches that's, that is the case. Like they realize that they aren't fully happy and so they do something to change it. And then they're like, I have to give this gift away because I can't just experience this like happiness and like creating the life I want. I want to share this with other people and like empower them to do the same. And I love that story that you talked about. Like, I never thought I'd be able to do a handstand because that for me, that was like lifting weights. Like I never thought I could pick up like X amount of, of pounds and yeah. then do it. you it reminds you like, oh shit, I can do this now. What else can I do? And then you're like, I actually am strong. Like I can do hard stuff. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, it was the craziest thing. It's like, it, it really did flip this switch on me. Like I will never forget it. It just flipped something on inside of me where I was like, ever, I just felt unstoppable. I was just doing things. I was finally stepping from behind this like wall or whatever it was. I just stepped on the other side of it and started just doing the things like putting myself out there and going after the things that I wanted for my life. And it was just, once you get a taste of that, I feel like it, you just, it's like a drug, it's addicting. And, you know, during that time too, like, like I had mentioned when I was really struggling with social anxiety, not wanting to leave the house, severe depression. I mean, calling my parents every day, just like crying, like, and, you know, I've always, I got notes sent home from school for from talking too much. And now I didn't even want to leave the house and talk to friends or people or tell them what I did for work because I was just yeah. so unhappy and it just felt so icky that I didn't even want to talk about it. And, you know, I went and I saw a therapist and I went to see her once a week for almost eight months. And then like once every other week after that. And I, I mean, she really helped bring me back to life. And she was one of the first person, first people that I told about these ideas that I had and like all these things I wanted to create. And she, you know, helped me overcome the the bullshit that I had told myself that I, why I couldn't do those things. And um, yeah, just support. Like if, I, I don't know if anyone is going through any of that, I think support is so important in, in helping us when we are in those tough spots or even when we aren't, you know, just, just at all times, support is, is so necessary. Yeah. I know. I think it's so easy to
0: like get, just get in your own way and keep all that shit in your head. Cause when you say it out loud, sometimes like if someone says it back to you, you're like, that sounds ridiculous. And you're like, that's what's going on in my freaking head right now. Like I'm just creating all of this, all these lies to myself, but it's like so easy to
1: do. Oh, so easy to do. And it's such a, it's such a learned practice, you know, it's like, and you and I have talked so much about this, I feel like all last month with the whole judgment and just all sorts of things that we were going through personally and like professionally with business, but it's like learning how to take action and I don't think fear being fearless is even a thing. It's like we all are always going to have fear. It's just learning how to deal with it and how to make friends with it mm-hmm. so we can work through it and we so that we don't let it keep us stuck, you know? And so like it it's just one of those things that I feel like we're always working towards and we're always figuring out about ourselves as we're evolving and as we're growing. Like sometimes if I'm just really in my head, I will just take, I'm not a big journaler, but I'll journal sometimes. But, um, my, one of my good friends and, um, business partner in some ways, we do a mastermind together. She is a very big journaler. And so I'll just, she's kind of suggested I do some things. I'll just pull out a piece of paper and just like start writing everything that's going on in my mind. And then if you ever read it back, you're like, Holy crap, Heather, that sounds so crazy. You yeah. know? <laughs> and so it's like all these self-limiting beliefs, if we can just get them on paper and then look at them and, and think, why, why am I feeling that way? Why is that coming up for me? And then like, is it from my childhood? Is it from what someone told me in the eighth grade? I had this huge complex about my voice because I didn't want to talk, like speak up in class or anything because someone in like eighth grade told me that I sounded like a dude. And so ever since then, I was just like, just traumatized by this. And yeah. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm 32 now, but like, this is when I'm like mid twenties. And I'm like, really? Like, we need to work through that. That's, yeah. that doesn't That's need like to staying any-
0: small yeah. for, yeah. It's like no more. We don't yeah. got time for that no more.
1: Yeah. No more. So yeah. So.
0: Oh my God. I think, I think what you touched upon, right. Like in terms of not letting fear like prevent you from moving forward and Almost like, I think of fear as like a little gremlin. Like I I give it a persona because it's, it, it makes it less serious. And then like you said, like you can talk to it, you know, and, and know that like, it's, it's just trying to protect you, but you're not, you're not actually in physical harm, you know? And it's like, okay, the, what I want is on the other side of this. It's fucking scary, but I've done hard stuff. I've done the handstand, you know, or like whatever that is for you. It's like,
1: that's evidence that, that fear is not really real. Yeah. No, I love that. I love the idea of, you know, having a conversation with it. And Amanda, you know, our mentor has, she's done worked through that with me once and she did it at the mastermind retreat with like really picturing it as another person, like just sitting there and having a conversation with it. That is really powerful. Yeah. because Actually, can you share that um exercise with everyone listening because I I
0: feel like that is so fucking huge like yeah. I thought it was so like
1: yeah okay whatever
0: like before I did it myself and then I had like a very um emotional experience like did, I was you, you, did you do it too we did it um after you left we did it while we were doing a silent disco and you were like, it was like you and like a shaman or like you and like God or like some version of like a higher you.
1: Yeah.
0: And it was all about judgment for me. And I was just like crying like for like 30 minutes. I was just like, oh my God, what's happening?
1: It was, a cr- yeah, it was the craziest thing. Yeah. Um. So with me, Amanda and I did it, we did it virtually through Zoom, but I was really struggling with just a lot of up leveling, which if anyone hears. Is- gone through a, a t- if you're trying to get to your next level, there's sometimes there's some blockages there. There's some things we need to work through and it can really bring up a lot. If you've ever been there, I'm sure you're like, I know. Um, and so I was kind of going through that, trying to make some decisions and some changes and personal life and all the things. And so a lot was coming up for me. And so we're on this zoom call and she has me do this exercise. And so it's you need another chair to do it. So it'll just be you in one chair. And then there's another chair that's empty. And basically you're having a conversation with whatever the thing is that's that you're struggling with. So for me, it was a lot of like anxiety at the time um, and just really feeling not very grounded. And um, so she would have me, you know, like close my eyes and sit and I can't really remember like exactly what it is, but basically like the, The process looks a little bit about like you sitting and she'll like kind of guide you through some things and you know you'll talk about like you know how does that make you feel and like what's coming up for you and yada yada and then you'll actually take yourself out of that seat and put yourself into the other seat where is the where you are the fear and the anxiety and the thing the thing that you're struggling with and you'll be in the other seat um and you'll kind of respond back to your actual self because Mm -hmm. if we think about it, it all makes a lot of sense right because our thoughts are actual things. Like it's never who we really are, like who we really are and how we are born is abundant and worthy and amazing and all these amazing things. Like that's, that's literally like who we are. Yeah. But then we go through middle uh, school, high school, high, uh, shit. And the then it's like, middle we school so, hair. yeah, we get so jacked up. And then that's where we get older and we have a decision. Right. And I love nowadays, I feel like so many people are starting to wake up and it's so beautiful and it's amazing and incredible. Um, but we reached this point where I know for me, at least I started questioning some things. Wait, I don't know if I believe that. I don't know if this is really who I am. I, and I think a lot of people do. And then it goes two ways. They either do something about it or they don't, and they just remain how they are. And so yeah. it's like, when we got to, when we choose to do something about it, that's when we got to do what I call like the work, you know, we got to work through all the crap and like rewrite the story and get back to that truth, our true being, our true like way of like who we are at our core, which is love, right? Like we're all just love, big balls of love. So, um, so like this exercise kind of like, like really helps you get there. So, if you're you're going over into the other seat, and you're the fear, and you're the anxiety, and you're the thing, and you're just communicating back to your actual self. And it's very, um, it's really, it's really freeing, and really eye opening. You said you cried too. And I I cried also in the middle of the exercise and it was so interesting. And I told Amanda this because I, you know, when you feel like you just really want to cry, but you just can't, Yes, I just could not cry. And then it finally just released. Like I finally was able to just release and cry. And I was like, Oh, and then I cried the next day and it was awesome. (laughs) And so, yeah, that was, um, that was a really powerful exercise. Like for me too.
0: Yeah. To, just to break through it I think like mm-hmm. having the breakdown to to have the breakthrough like one of my mentors always told me that like you have to have a breakdown before you have a breakthrough and it's yes. it's like I never really understood it until like all of my biggest like ahas happened after I was like seemingly on the floor crying or like curled up in my bed or like you know, having some sort of mental meltdown, like, Jesus Christ, I'm never gonna fucking get through this. (laughs) What is wrong with
1: me? You know? Yeah, Uh, no, same, same every single time. But you know, it's really funny, because when we're in the middle of those breakdowns, it's so hard to say, okay, I know something's coming, I can lean into this, I can trust this, like, that's the real work. Like, that's, that's the work right there, is just being able to just, lean in instead of resist, because when we resist and we resist and we resist, we're just really causing more of whatever it is that we're going through, that we're trying to work through. We're just causing more and more and more of it. So yeah, I think, I think that's like the real work. And again, always, always a a practice and learning and giving ourselves great, giving ourselves grace and not beating ourselves up over anything. Like that's the, that's the work.
0: For sure, when you were going through like this whole like corporate to yoga to online coach, was there um, a set of beliefs that you can remember? Kind of maybe in the background that you've recently realized.
1: Um. Well, and I don't know if this is exactly what you're asking, but one thing for me is is I always felt like I was different. I don't, I don't know if different is the word, but I always felt like I was meant to do something bigger with my life. It was just this little feeling inside of me and it just started growing, growing, growing. And like, I've been told that I'm my family shaman before, like from a Reiki healer, because I'm really, um, like I'm different than a lot of my family, but it's been so cool because as the more that I've stepped into who I really am, I have, I mean, my, my dad and I are super close. Like we go to music festivals together, concerts, like one of, one of my best friends and my, me and my mom are very close too. They've been married for, you know, almost 30 years or whatever. And yeah. so like, but still like they are, were very, I mean, my mom's an old, so, like Southern woman, small town lady. And you know, my dad's had, you know, worked all his life and is in sales in corporate America. And so for me to finally just go to them and say, I was terrified, say, Hey, like I'm quitting my corporate job and I'm going to try, I'm going to do this thing. And they're just mm-hmm. like, I was so scared, but I had, it was because I'd already made up my mind that I, that they were going to judge it and they were going to feel a certain type of way about it, as opposed to holding space and leaving it open to be better than I had imagined to being, you know, for them to, to say, okay, cool. Like, and that was a really eye opening for me when I went to them and they weren't like, that's stupid. Don't do it, which they never have been, but still it's scary. And so, but it has been really cool that the more I've stepped into who, what I am and what I do how open they are. Like, I feel like they're, they're more open and they're more curious and like, it's so fun. And they ask questions about what I'm doing. And uh, one of my dad's customers started following me on Instagram and sent me a DM when she saw a photo of my dad and I on my story and said like, that he was the best boss. And that also the reason she found me was because he was bragging about me at one of his conferences, you know what I mean? And like, that kind of stuff is so cool because it's just, it's, it's really great to see like how far you've come. So for me to, to go back to your original question, like I, I always just felt like there was something that I, it just, that wasn't going to be my life. Like, and so for anyone listening to, like, I know how hard it is to trust your gut and your intuition, but try, like explore it and get super curious about it. Because if, if you are losing sleep over something, an idea, a thought, or if you wake up every single day thinking about something, that's not by accident. Like that is happening for a reason. There is something there. Dig into that, explore that, be super curious about it because. My biggest fear in life was always dying with regrets. Like I know Oh my god, me too. Yeah, I know Gary Vee talks about it a lot too, but I just couldn't imagine not trying. And so for me, when I originally took my step away from corporate America and into, you know, doing the yoga thing, it was really because I told myself, I made a decision, I said, you know what? If this doesn't work out, I'll go back to corporate, but I will never forgive myself if I don't at least try. Mm. And so I did it. And, um, I'm not sure if if that answers your question, but I, I feel like that's kind of really like, I don't know if I had a lot of, like now I have a lot of beliefs in the sense of, and I think I, I, I started getting a lot of clarity around that when I transitioned from yoga into business coaching. And now I have a lot of, um, like Mantras or you know whatever, just because I've done so much work on it, and in this industry you can't not have that, right? Like if your mind isn't right, you're nothing else if is going right to work. Right yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like, but back then it really was just intuition. It was just yeah. trust, learning to trust my gut, and it goes back to the handstand because I really feel like that sparked some sort of power in me. It sounds so crazy, but it really, it really did.
0: Yeah. Well, I think you touched upon a really good point, right? Like you have been practicing yoga for a long ass time and yoga requires you to be with yourself
1: and yoga like is one of the things that did start getting me curious too
0: yeah right because we are so busy like life is fucking crazy everyone's overwhelmed everyone's got a to-do list and like a to-do list of their to-do lists and like not there's no there's no item on their to-do list that's like sit still and think about my feelings and thoughts like no one ever fucking writes that shit down I don't you know like so but yoga forces you to do that if you're taking a class or like it's only you and your breath and your body and you're there and so I'm wondering like do you can you see how that practice of yoga would have maybe allowed you to be more in touch with your intuition in order for you to trust it to take this path
1: yeah a hundred percent I mean yoga changed my life like when I started practicing a girl that I worked at a when I was a server at a bar when I first moved to Charlotte and I was I was 19 when I moved here so I think I was 20 when I started practicing yoga um, she took me to my first class and it was more of a it was called fusion so it was more of like a fitness type class with a little bit of yoga infused mm-hmm. but i got curious about yoga so i went to the teacher and said is there like a regular yoga class so i started like practicing a regular yoga class too i literally planned my college classes around this yoga these three yoga classes because i i loved it so much and it was keeping me so connected to myself and you know i always have struggled a little bit with anxiety and depression so it was really helping me with that area as well. But when I took my yoga teacher training, that was when I really, that's, that's what, when things really started to change up here, like in my mind was because I, I was around all these other people. And then my, our, our, our guru or the person that was leading it, she was, you know, talking about these things. And I was thinking, oh my gosh, like all these things that I have thought and these, that I, that I thought I was just crazy for thinking all these other people are like, they think them too. Like I'm not alone. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, that aside though, like back to your question for, I mean, yoga changed everything, you know, like learning how to, I'm a big believer. If you're like stuck in your body, then you're really stuck in your mind. Like if I'm in a creative rut, I need to like go for a long walk. If I'm feeling really stuck, I usually need to practice. Like I need to get open up my hips where we hold a lot of our emotions. I need to like, um, come back to my breath because I am a, I'm a Capricorn. I'm a three, I'm a Pitta. I'm very fire personality. So I need, I need the breath. The breath calms me down and gives me energy and keeps me balanced and yoga is how I breathe. Like yoga is a breathing practice for me beyond the physical. Like it is so mental. It's, it's, it's had its ebbs and flows with where it was like purely physical. And then it was like, no, I just go there because I need to breathe. And Mm -hmm. so like it, it really, I think that everything I do and even how I coach and how I work with my clients is really like rooted in yoga. Like I'm very much about your why and your intention. Like is the backbone of everything that you do. Um, and will only like propel you forward and give you more success and whatever it is. It's like, if you have like a strong line, a strong foundation, um, so I try to always keep what I have learned in yoga and just infuse that in everything else I do.
0: Yeah. I love that. It's like keeping, keeping your roots strong because that's what has kept you strong, I guess. Right.
1: Oh, totally. It really has. I mean, like if I don't, if I didn't, if I don't practice yoga consistently, it's just, it's noticeable in every way. Cause everything is very stuck and blocked and I need to be open. Like I need the heart openers because I, I need like to open up my heart, you know, like I am not, that's not my natural state. I am a little bit more of a, like, I'm not soft. I'm a little bit harder. Yeah. So same. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, so that softens me. And, um, I mean, I walk into the studio And then I leave and I'm a completely different person, you know, I need to go there and get grounded. Um, I'm very, and I think if anyone's listening and has struggled with anxiety and depression, I'm sure you can agree that routine for me is very important. So like a morning routine um, and my, my practices and my meditation, it's, it's very, very important. If I'm not doing it, then don't talk to me cause I'm not good. It's, All not, good. Break <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> I know. Oh my God. I love that. Um,
0: so right now you're at a place in life where like, I think what you're doing is fucking incredible. And I know that like everyone that gets to work with you is probably, you know, super ecstatic. What is like the most exciting part of your work right now?
1: Most exciting. Um, I mean, I think the most exciting part is always when I see the client transformation. Mm. For me, it's like, even the little breakthroughs, like I have a couple clients that have good, have great success in their business, but they're struggling with self-worth and with their, their mindset. Um, And so helping them through some of those breakthroughs is really fun too, but I really love, I just love, it goes back to what I was saying about you know, back in yoga, teaching people to handstand, seeing them just light up and say, oh my gosh, I just like got three seconds of hang time. And now it's like, it's the same feeling. It's just different by saying, oh my gosh, I launched this program and people actually want it. And I'm getting to work with people and I'm getting to like, one of my clients told me that I, you know, helped them lose weight or break through something. And it's like, for for me helping them put that out into the world, they are able to help that person have a transformation. So it's just mm-hmm. this like spiral effect. And I truly believe that we, we because w- like w- w- with what you said, so much of our time is spent, you know, stressed out and with the to-do list and we spend a lot of time working and a lot of people don't like their job. And that makes for a lot of unhappy people. So if we have more people, doing what they love, helping more people be happy, helping more people live better lives. Mm -hmm. It makes for a better world. So like, that's definitely one of the things that I think is, is the most fun about my job. And I mean, also, I just love working for myself and like making my own schedule and being able to like, do what I want, like that's like, really... sit without
0: a bra and record this podcast.
1: Yeah, I'm not wearing one, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not wearing one, you wear
0: one. either. You don't even know.
1: <laughs> My friend and I, we have this like ongoing joke because we'll like wear a nice shirt if we have like a, a call that's kind of important, you know, and then we'll just have like our like bohemian pants on below and we'll just like send each other photos because no one knows what's really going on in the bottom
0: I know <laughs> party on on the bottom
1: <laughs> yeah it's so,
0: like as you're as you're talking about this it's it's so humbling because like theoretically like we both made it to the goal that we had right and it's like we both just had this conversation like oh my god like we want to do so much more like there's so many more things and all the things and like go go do go, do do and it's a perfect example for you guys of being like, yeah, like we quote unquote made it to our original goal. But then like, once you get to your goal, you have a desire for more and it's never going to end. Mm -mm. And like, I feel, and I know you do, like, I feel so fucking lucky to like do what I do and like to be in my cozy clothes and like be hanging out with a dog right now, you know, and like be able to have like coffee at my desk and whatever. And it's like that stuff, it's not, like there's days where I take that shit for granted. Like I do with scheduling, with like, oh, I'm not gonna take calls on this day. Like I, I I'm like the luckiest person that I could say, like I'm not gonna take calls on Fridays or something, you know? Like, and it, it actually I had this like moment this morning where I was out for a walk. I'm like, oh my god, I get to walk during the day.
1: Yeah. And it was this like, people have to ask to go for permission to go to the bathroom in some corporate jobs, and I'm like, Pfft, you yeah. never.
0: Never, right? Right. And so it just makes you like, like stepping back and being so grateful for what you have. No matter if you're in a corporate job, whether you're in a transition, whether you own a business, it doesn't matter. Like you have to find the things that you do love about what's going on. I think that you're kind of talking about. Other is like, if you're not grateful for what you have, like why would you get more? You know, like it all all starts from there. And so I think you guys, like, if you're in a position that you don't love like, what are you grateful for? And then Mm -hmm. when you really start practicing that and like being like, oh, this is teaching me this, or this is giving me space. Like you were, when you were at your, um, when you were at your nannying gig, like Mm -hmm. what, that gave you the space to create your future products. Right.
1: Yeah. And that was a hard job. Like, I mean, I was, the mom traveled internationally for work. I was basically like full-time mom and um, they were at school during the day, of course, which is when I got my side hustle done, but that was still hard and took like a little bit of a toll on me. And, um, but I had a commute and every day in the morning I was like listening to Gabby Bernstein audiobooks. I was listening to Gary V because I had to balance the two out because (laughs) (laughs) it's like, yeah. So, I mean, it's so funny to look back on those days because I dreamed and dreamed about being where I am now. And I mean manifest manifest and it was it's it was hard and challenging but um you know it did work out and also I want to add to that not everyone has to be passionate about your work so like if you're if you're listening and you're like no I'm good with my nine-to-five job and like I'm I'm good with it that's okay like it's okay to do that but still practice your passion in other ways So, like, I mean, my dad, like, can't wait, to count down the days to retire, but he spends so much of his other time doing the things that he loves and he's passionate about, like, you know, fishing and hunting and doing all the things that he loves. And so, like, for a lot of people, you know, I think nowadays it's so, like, do what you love and, like, you know, follow your heart and your passion, which I'm all for. But also, if you genuinely are like, no, I'm good with my corporate job. Like, it's straight, just and you have your passions like elsewhere then like cool that's okay you don't have to feel bad about like that you mm-hmm. know for sure I
0: think there's there's also like a conversation around like I've had a lot of people come to me and tell me that they don't have passions like they don't have any hobbies they don't do things for fun they're like I don't I don't know like I don't they just need-
1: haven't found it yet
0: yeah it, yeah
1: so like exploring
0: yeah for sure
1: because it's we don't know what we love until we have tried it I mean we you have to be open and willing to trying new things and doing things and having them not work out and learning something and having them work out and still learning something you know just just keep keep trying new things and just be open it it, you know you love Abraham so it's like Mm -hmm. I was listening to something the other day. It was Abraham and, um, this is Abraham Hicks. You guys, if you don't
0: currently listen yeah. to her, go listen to her. And yes, she's a girl. The first time I heard Abraham Hicks,
1: I was like, I thought I was a boy. And then Me too. I, I was like, Oh, this. Me too. <laughs> I was like, who? Yeah. Um, and then she changed my life. So, yeah. but yeah, she was saying, and I think we talked about this too. Like you have to, there's a process, right? With the law of attraction. It's like, you can't just Think about something and manifest it and then just sit on your couch and say, have you ever seen the meme where it's like, I think about that I want, you know, wine and pizza for dinner. So where is the wine and pizza? It's not like showing up on the couch, you know, but it doesn't yeah. work like that. Like we can't just sit back and wait for it. We do have to take some sort of action, but right. a big part of it is being open. believe First, believing that you are worth having it and then also being open to receiving it, you know, and just being open to amazing things coming your way and just getting curious. Like I, I spent years just saying, I'm just passionately curious, like a mantra I adopted. Like, I'm just curious mm-hmm. I'm trying different things. And I'm just figuring this out. Like I'm figuring this out.
0: Yeah. I love that. I'm figuring this out. And I think it takes the pressure off of people to have it figured out. It's like the act of a practice of figuring it out. And that's the beautiful thing about yoga. Like they talk about it as a practice and it's how I coach my clients with weight loss. It's like, you're practicing losing weight because you're going to fuck up and like, it's okay. You know, or like any of my life coaching clients, I'm like, you're practicing managing your finance bucket, your workout bucket, your business buckets. Like it's a practice. And once you take the pressure off yourself to be perfect, it's, it's like, Oh, it, it's okay. Okay. I'm good.
1: (laughs) And yeah. And a big thing with yoga too, is there is no final destination with yoga. There's always more to learn. There's always a deeper way you can get into the posture. And so for me, as someone who, like I said, was struggling with destination addiction and getting to this next point all the time. Well, once I get here, everything's going to be great. I'm going to be happy. I'm going it's going to be perfect. Once I graduate college, it's going to be great cuz I'm going to get a job and I'm not going to have to go to school anymore. And once I get the job, then I'm going to have a ton, ton of money and blah, blah blah. And it was like I was never where I was. I was never present because I was always waiting for the next thing. And then like I said I got there and I was like, "Wait, holy crap, who am I? I don't even know myself." And mm-hmm. so like for yoga, you know, there isn't ever there's no end. And so for me, that was like, Oh, I can release this pressure on myself because I'm in this for life. Like I'm just going to keep practicing and it's going to be, it's going to ebb and it's going to flow and there's just no end. And so I really, when I first started practicing, that was something that was like really attractive to me um, about the practice. And I can kind of, I try. It is very ch- it is very hard. Like you said, like we've got like so many ideas and it's like, okay, what's next? Let's do this, you know? So it is hard to take a step back and say, Let me also just enjoy where I am right now, because where I am right now is really, really awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think that mantra from, from um Abraham, the satisfied with where you, where you are, but eager for more. Has literally changed my life and all my clients' lives. Like, cause it's just like, all right, just chill. Like you're good. You've always been good. You're going to always be good. And you're fucking lucky you're alive. Like the chances of that even happening are so slim. So When when
1: she says that, I'm like, God, that is so true. We don't think about that. We we don't think about that nearly enough. Like, how crazy rare it is that we actually had the opportunity to like have a human experience yeah yeah
0: (laughs) it's a beautiful thing and now we're talking and we're sharing this and the whole world's talking and it feels it feels really exciting like like you said like there's a lot more I guess like collective consciousness around this and that's so beautiful that like the ripple that you get to impact like I so I'm so grateful for people like you that are doing what you're doing, creating the ripple in your client's lives. And then your client is now rippling into their circle and so on and so forth. It's like, how powerful is that?
1: Yeah. And I'm so grateful for you showing up and doing the same. And, you know, and I think that social media has like, like, you know, we always say like, it's a double-edged sword and there are, and you know, there are things that you know, people struggle with, with comparison and, you know, depending on your age and, you know, with young kids and whatever, but social media is also just such a powerful tool. And I really think it has like contributed to a lot of people waking up and, and, yeah. you know, doing the work to live better lives and to be, you know, better humans and um to just change the world together. I think like social media has really has really provided a space for people to share their voice and for that to happen. And so that's really cool too.
0: I love that. Yeah. I think the more that we can expand, like and see what's possible, right? Like I remember like observing, we were talking and you said something about like the way that you structured your business. And I was like, Oh shit, I could do that. And it was just like, I didn't know what I didn't know. And then you said it, it was like something to do with like, Oh, I have my clients do this And it's just like way easier. And I'm like, Oh, I'm I'm about easy. Let's do that. And it was like you sharing that experience helped me grow. And it was just you just doing you. So in the same way, like social media, like you're scrolling through people and you see someone doing something that you want to do that maybe you didn't even realize you wanted until you saw it. And it's kind of cool and that it like expands your own awareness of like, Oh shit, I didn't even know you could go there. Or I didn't even know that was possible. Mm -hmm. And I know for me, like, growing up in, like, a really small town, like, just not knowing what was possible until I went to college in the city, and then, you know, did what I did, and, like, saw that there was other things than just a white small town of people. (laughs) It was just, like, I'm from a really small
1: town, too, so. Yeah,
0: like, no diversity in anything, like, everyone was in these really cute little jobs, but, like, I knew, like, you talked, like, you talked about, like, you're like, now I'm not, I'm not staying small anymore. And it's only until you can see that other people aren't staying small, that it gives you permission to do that too.
1: Yeah. Just so. what I love. I love another thing about social media too, is like, you know, just seeing all these people do it. And I, I hope that it inspires other people to know that they can do it too. And yeah. not, doesn't make them feel like less than, but less than, but also shows them, Hey, if they can do it, I can do it too um yeah Yeah. if if that's something that they want you know if that's something that they want for their lives then they're like they can do it yeah I truly believe that anyone can do anything they want to do it's just about taking the first step and then taking the next step and the next step and the next step and just like being open getting your mind right like getting your mind right is everything like if, if up if what's going on upstairs is is good then
0: you Mm -hmm. can just
1: think about something. It'll show up in your backyard. It's kind of crazy quickly, but yeah. Yeah. I know.
0: Delivery. (laughs) Domino's.
1: Delivery. Everything you've ever wanted, but no, but really like, it's, it's crazy. Like sometimes I feel like I can think about something if I'm so in, in the vortex as Abraham Hicks says, when I'm in the vortex, it's like, it's crazy. It's crazy. But I, but I do want to add that I was not, I did not always have a good mindset and I still struggle from time to time. Like I said, it's always a practice. Um, I wasn't just like, didn't just wake up like this, had to do years and years of work. Um, but like if it's something that like interests you and if you, if you, if you're curious and you have all these things coming in your mind and you're like, am I crazy for thinking this way? No, you're not just like, Go out there, connect with some other people that you think, since someone a to DM on Instagram, if you see them and you're like, man, they seem really cool. And I really like the stuff that they share. And they, they wrote something the other day and it sounded like exactly like what I was thinking. Reach out to them. People really love that. And we need more connection like that in mm-hmm. the world. And, you know, especially these days with, you know, technology and whatnot. But if we're already showing up on there, might as well, you know, connect with people as well.
0: Yeah. And and think of it this way. If you guys need something, right? Like, or you you need a resource or you just don't know, like you're lost, you're, you're feeling crazy. You give someone the gift of helping when you ask for help. And that's like really, reframing that for me has been so big. Like, cause I used to not want to ask for help or like just reach out to people. Cause I didn't want to be annoying. And I'd be like, no, because I get, you know, same thing. You get tons of DMs. I can't keep up with my DMs but I know how much it means when I get a DM, it doesn't matter what it's about. It's just like, wow, someone actually took the time to message me and I'm so grateful. And like, I get to help them, even if it's like something really small. And that's a gift that they gave to me. Like, you know, so you give the person that's answering your question an opportunity to show up and help. And we love to help people. That's like, oh my gosh, yes.
1: yes, so true. Love it. I remember when I was going through that breakup that I was referencing earlier, it's like, When I shared about that on Instagram, like, I cannot tell you how healing and how helpful it was just to have all these people reaching out to me for months. And every time I shared something, like, just connecting with people, people still to this day, like, and I'm with someone else, I'm engaged to them now, and like, people still to this day will will randomly send me a message. I had a girl like a few months ago asking about something else. And then she was like, yeah, I found you when you were sharing a lot about this breakup that you went through. And like, you just helped me so much. And it's like, there's literally no better feeling. And people really like, people really like helping people. And uh, like you said, all we got to do is ask.
0: Yeah. Oh, I love that. Oh, Heather, you're so amazing. I can't wait to see you in uh, Tulum, dude. Like you guys were going on a, a trip to Tulum in May uh, yeah. for our next business Absolutely. treat oh dude, it's gonna be epic I don't know if you guys have been to Tulum but if you haven't google it T-L no T-A-L-U-M, T-A-L-U-M. Uh, T-A-L-U-M. oh yeah T yeah <laughs> I've been spelling it wrong maybe that's why my google results have been
1: <laughs> I was about to say which is crazy because Sam's done all the planning I I for <laughs> the Airbnb we're not going to real Tulum you guys we're not we're, I should actually check that we oh all show God. up and we're like, uh, you know what? Oh, that's too good. Um, yeah, I'm excited. It's going to be so much fun. I can't wait.
0: Yeah. And, um, yeah. So I guess like in terms of what you're up to now, I know you have your mastermind. Um, how can people like reach out to you and what are you doing and share all everything that's going on with you so they can get in touch?
1: Yeah. So my Instagram, I, that's probably the best way to connect. I'd love to connect with you guys there. My Instagram is Um, at Heatherlyn B, B B-E-E, like a bumblebee. And um, my website that you were talking about earlier is uh, heatherlynb.com. And right now what's going on is I am launching a mastermind. It's a radical success mastermind. And it's a six month container for female entrepreneurs that are you know, currently have a business, but they're looking to scale to, you know, six figures this year and step into the leaders that they're, they feel called to be. Um, and I partnered up with one of my good friends, Melissa Moffitt, who is a personal development money mindset coach. And she's incredible. She's helped me so much um, in my personal journey. And her and I, like, we just teamed up and started really supporting each other last year. And we were like, man, this has been so helpful in holding each other accountable. And like, my, my myself using my strengths and helping her and then her and her strengths helping me. And we were like, people need more of this. And we're like, Oh, we should create that and get yeah. that. And so we have that going on right now and we're still in enrollment and you can check that out. If you go to my Instagram, um, the, the link is in my bio to read more about it and apply. Um, we're still, we're like halfway full. So we start that on March 6th, 16th. So if any of you guys are interested, love to talk to you about that. Um, And then I also have my group coaching program, which is called Signature Course Accelerator. And that is for anyone looking to create a signature offer and scale their business online. We focus on high ticket offers there. Um, It's a business model that I teach that is really effective if you um, are someone who wants to have success, but you are you want to do it in a very specific way and not like have like a ton of offers. You want to kind of like focus on one. So that's something too. We've got that going on and um, I'll be sharing more about that probably like next month. So, but yeah, connect with me on Instagram and you can find all the things there.
0: Hell yeah. I love it. Oh God. Well, it's been so amazing. Thank you so much for sharing your story and like, you know, diving into the, the not so good, the great, the low, the high, all the things it's it's part of the whole thing. And um, I'm super grateful to be, you know, just in your circle now. Like, I'm so blessed that I'm like, I'm so happy to be in our mastermind and like have you in there and all the other girls. It's like, it's an, it's an unreal how much your environment really does change you.
1: Like, yeah, oh God, it's been amazing. I'm so excited. I can't believe it's like, only been a few months and we have all year t- together and i'm just so grateful that i connected with you and with everyone and i hit it off with you from the get go so i'm so glad that we could do this yeah me too oh god well, i'm sure i'm sure we'll probably do
0: like another episode in the future i feel like we'll dig into all of- all, all of the things at some point. Um, but thank you again for taking time and you guys go check out Heather. I will put a link to all of her stuff in the show notes. You can check it out, check out her mastermind, check out her Instagram, her website. You can find her there. Um, and I'm sure she'll probably be popping up on my stories too, when we're together in Tulum.
1: Oh yeah. Oh, amazing
0: girl. Well, I'll talk to you soon. I hope you have an amazing day. You too. Thanks everyone. See
1: ya. Bye. Bye.
0: Alrighty, that wraps up another episode of the Balance with Sam podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and a huge shout out to Heather, for sharing her story and really inspiring me and everyone else to really step into your power and just trust that if you put your mind to something, you can do it. As cheesy as it sounds, it's so true. We just have to believe. Trust is one of the most underrated things in success. If you don't believe it's possible, you will do things to sabotage yourself and get in your own way. So start believing it's possible and just be so, so, so ready for the universe to give you all that you could have ever imagined. Thank you guys again for taking time to tune in and if you haven't already heard, I'm going to be releasing an eight-week course called Break Through the Binge to help you overcome overeating binge eating and emotional eating and it is going to be launching at the end of May um, if you are interested in this course then check out the link in this show notes for 25% off if you get on the wait list this course is going to change your life if you struggle with food this is the exact formula that I use with all of my clients to help them stop binge eating, emotional eating, and really start to feel amazing in their bodies. It's the exact framework that I used as well to lose 30 pounds and keep it off after sabotaging myself and kept regaining and losing the same 5 to 10 pounds. And you deserve to break free of that cycle and to feel good in your body. So if this resonates with you, head over and check out the link in the show notes, or you can head to my Instagram. The link is in my bio. I'm so excited to see you in the course. Have Have an amazing rest of your day and I'll catch you on the next episode.